Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The guest that we were going to have on is not able to join us, and so uh, we're just going to send our best to Mark and uh, all the people around him in North Carolina who we were going to check in on. Now, before we get to anything else on the Colleen and Bradley show, I want to remind you all that you have an opportunity to help the people in North Carolina who are affected by Hurricane Florence. We are collecting diapers and wipes at a diaper drive that will take place on Wednesday and Thursday of this week. Uh, There are two different drop locations on Wednesday at Rosedale and on Thursday at the General Store of Minnetonka. You can find out more details and find out which of your favorite MyTalk hosts will be present to say hi and say thank you to you at MyTalk1071.com keyword diaper. You can also just donate online too if you can't make it to those drop-off places. Hey, we got a question for you. Question is, what's the family recipe you want to learn? Ooh, this is going to be fun. 651-641-1071. What's the family recipe that you want to learn? Like, what does grandma make that before she leaves this fine planet of ours, you must know the recipe for 651-641-1071. This all comes, Colleen, from a conversation Jamie and I had. Actually, it wasn't so much a conversation as just something uh, I remarked on earlier this weekend when we were watching a show. It's our new show. Mm. And you've probably never heard of it because it's just another Netflix show that's out there and we happened upon it. We love the Great British Baking Show. There's also a show called The Big Family Cooking Showdown. It's a lot of words, but really it's like the Great British Bake Off for family uh, cooks. Oh, okay. And they get like three person family teams together to sort of battle it out. So, you know, they've got like mom, daughter, grandson. They've got mom, daughter, boyfriend. They've got three sisters, three brothers. And these teams will compete in uh, different cooking challenges to uh, compete for the title of best family uh, chef. Okay. And so while they were doing, while we were watching some of those episodes, they really focused on um, like something traditional in each family. Like there was a Swedish family or a Mm -hmm. family that had a Swedish influence. And so the grandmother who was from Sweden was like talking about her meatball recipe. Right. And then there was another family from Pakistan who was sharing like a very traditional recipe in their culture. And it just got me thinking about all of those wonderful recipes that get handed down Mm -hmm. that you want to know before that person. I mean, you know, it's a little morbid, but true before they leave. Like my dad used to make a number of things which we don't necessarily have the recipes to um, or we do, but it's not quite the same. So. That just led me to the conversation. Um, you know, what are those things in your family that you want to know before your loved one 
Passes on. Passes on, if you will. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We've got some callers. Should we go to the phones? Awesome, yeah. Let's go to Krista. Hi, Krista. Hi. What is that recipe that you, that family recipe that you want to know? Yes, ours is California Dream Bars. My grandma makes them every holiday season, and she won't share this recipe with any of us. What is it? Okay, yeah, what is in that? So it's like, a, it's a dream bar. It's got like a, like a granola crust with like in the of sort. And then it has like a layer of chocolate with this really thick buttercream frosting. Oh. She won't teach any of us. <laughs> okay. Wow. I've never I, heard of such thing, and now I want them in my mouth. Krista, oh, I, I have to tell you, you know, this is not meant to make you, you know, feel sad or bad, but I always get frustrated when I hear those stories of somebody that just says, I'm never, I can't share with yeah. you my recipe. Because I'm like, no, because that can't go with you. Yeah. So you, yeah. I need you to yeah. just argue for that. I am. I said, Grandma. You have 12 grandchildren. Can you share with at least one of us? Or, yeah. Okay. Or, Krista. Hmm, how about yes. this? Tell her she needs to write it down. Yeah. And she needs to put it in something of value. Yeah. And then, and then tell us where that yeah. is so we're not hunting or like, for it. Or give you a scavenger hunt or something so that when, you know, on the sad day that she departs from this planet, you will know that she has left behind the recipe for her California dream bars and that you're going to have to do a scavenger hunt for it. And then maybe somebody can write a book about it and then you're going to make millions. Yeah. And then there give, you go. give us a few it. dollars because we just gave you that. <laughs> right? Idea. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, we'll appreciate that. Krista, thank you so much. I have no idea. I had no idea what a California dream bar was. I haven't either. Do you have something like this in your family? So a couple of the things that um, the, that I had wanted to know and that I did learn from my grandmother before she passed on was her, my grandma made the best apple pie. Oh, yum. And I would make apple pie based on the recipe that I thought she was using because she was like, oh, it's just the Betty Crocker pie recipe. And my mom would always say, it's not like grandma's. It's not like grandma's. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. So I sat down with my grandma and learned it. You know what the trick was? She lied to you? No, my mom doesn't (laughs) like nutmeg in it. Oh. And there's nutmeg in the Betty Crocker. So that's like the one thing that my grandmother eliminated. But, you know, there were a couple of those that I learned. But so many of them, similar to what Krista was just saying, were things that the elder people in the family would make. And they would make it to taste. Mm Mm-hmm. So they would say like, you know, this much of this until, and it was with baking yeah. that they would do that. Like my great grandmother's bread. So there's like no way to actually, yeah. cause That's I don't know how to taste it. That's why it's important to like talk to them. Like my grandmother's potato salad. My mother knows how to make my grandmother's potato salad. So I need to sit down with my mother mm-hmm. before. Cause she'll just be like, well, you put a little of this until it looks like this. And then you do the thing with the thing, but don't do the thing. And I'm like, I can't write that down. Yeah, no, I need so it we just need to sit down. there. We need to sit there and do it together. Should we, um, do we have yep. more people? Yep. Let's go to Janet. Hi, Janet. Janet, what Hello? is that family recipe that you want to learn? Hi. Well, my grandma was the best cook, made made everything from scratch. And as she was getting close to the end, my sister, we all were sitting down and my sister said, Grandma, you need to share your fudge recipe. It's something that we had every time we went and visited her. She always had a batch. And my grandma goes, oh, that's really easy. It's just on the back of the marshmallow cream jar. Ah. We really thought it was going to be some secret recipe. See? <laughs> Isn't, Isn't that, that delightful? It's an amazing cook. And yeah. there it was in front of us all along. 
I yeah, but it. see, the good news is it's still going to taste like grandma the next time mm-hmm. you make it, even though the recipe exactly. is super simple. Exactly, I was grandma's fudge. So now everybody out there in the nation can have grandma's fudge. Exactly. <laughs> Thank awesome. you, Janet. That is awesome. And let's go to Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Sarah, what is <laughs> that family recipe that you just need to learn? Well, so it's a, it's called Sunday Surprise Rolls. My mother-in-law makes it. And it's a special thing that she does for all her kids, like on Christmas or on their birthday. It's like the the family recipe. And actually, I've sat down with her and learned it, but I refuse to make it until she's no longer able to make it because it's so special to her kids that I'm like, nope, I know how to make it. I'm there when you need me. But for now, that's your special thing. So you do it. Can I ask, though, what the heck are Sunday surprise rolls or whatever you called them? So it's, yeah, that's what we call them. And it's like a, like a pull apart bread. It has cinnamon and it, you actually use butterscotch pudding mix. And then you get, um, like bread dough and cut it in little chunks and make it in a, in a bunt pan. So it turns into a ring, but it's like a pull apart bread. Mm. Yeah. It's almost like a monkey bread or Mm -hmm. something. Yeah. It's really similar, but it's like her special recipe for it. And so, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a big family favorite. Oh, Oh, I love it. Sarah, thank you. Thank you for Over your call. Your family. You know, one of the things that Janet said, though, made me think of this, mm-hmm. like the fact that grandma's fudge was just on the back of the package. Yeah. I think about that all the time. Like how many family recipes is the person who makes it telling us was like their family recipe that was passed down from generation to generation. But really, it's just on well, page 74 honestly, of your Better Homes and Gardens cookbook. I mean, there's a reason that, especially with our generation, there's a reason our grandparents have like special brownie recipes or special fudge recipes. It's because they got them off the back of a thing or they read them in like McCall's or something mm-hmm. because that's because... If if it's a recipe that everybody was making, right? Chances mm-hmm. are maybe they fudged, no pun intended, mm-hmm. one or two of the the recipe uh, ingredients or something like that. But like the fact that we were all sort of making the same things, like right. how many families have a potato salad recipe? Yeah, how many families have a chocolate chip cookie recipe? Right. Um, and those, no doubt, all started from very similar places. And I always just think like those recipes are hiding in plain sight. You just don't really realize where they are. Yeah. I will also say the way people eat changes so much. That, you like, mean like the foods that we eat? Yeah. Or like the, yeah. Like, for example, my grandmother always made, we called it chicken on the bone. It's something called forgotten chicken. You can find it quite easily yeah. online. It I is. I love. Two cans of cream of mushroom chicken soup. Chicken on the bone. Yeah, I know. Jamie says that he goes, I don't like to eat chicken on the bone. And I'm like, that's a thing? Yeah. It's just chicken. We call like it I chicken grew up on the bone. Chicken. And it was literally like cut up chicken on a bed of rice with two cups or two cans of cream of mushroom soup. And it's called forgotten chicken because you can forget about it in the oven and it still tastes amazing. Oh, and it but probably like, came out of like a red bo- lady's home journal or something. Yeah, something like that. And my kids, though, I would never make that at my house because that would feel super indulgent, right? To have yeah. like the cream of mushroom soup. And it's just not how we eat now, right? Like yeah. you don't eat out of cans anymore oh god that's a shame i know you should make it for your kids they've had it before they don't like it they're wrong when we weird come, when we come back on the colleen and bradley show uh so the emmys are happening tonight so we're gonna find out what we all are watching on television the uh, same okay sure yeah no i'm here for that let's do it well we'll find out after this on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 107 well, the Emmys are on tonight, and uh, are we going to watch them? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. 
streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And you know what? What? I, there's not much I'm super excited about regarding the Emmys tonight. What about you, Bradley? Yeah, no, I'm not really that excited. Mostly because I'm woefully behind in the nominated uh, categories, all the different shows that have been nominated. I, I, don't, I haven't done a lot of viewing of those necessarily. But also, it's a Monday night. Also, it's Colin Jost and Michael Che. I'm not sure why they're hosting. but So what I'm saying is there's not something in particular that gets me super excited to sit down and watch the Emmys this year. I'll certainly be paying attention. We'll be talking about it, no doubt, tomorrow. Right. You know, so Michael Che and uh, Colin Jost, they host Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live. I, uh, being an appointment uh, viewer of Saturday Night Live have never fallen off of that. That's always been a routine for me. Um, I'm excited to see them just because I enjoy what they do on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, that said, they're just a part of the evening. The rest of it is filled with awards being given for uh, TV shows and for actors and actresses in TV shows. And I realized that even though I am a voracious viewer of television, mm-hmm. I am not well versed on many of the shows that are up uh, that are up for awards tonight, and in fact, we did a rudimentary sort of mm, what's the word poll of the room before the show today, and there really aren't any TV shows that we are all watching in common. Yeah, and I I also just think, and I wonder what we think about this. I think that there is something un. <sighs> Let me put it this way. Mm-hmm. We all watch the Oscars. Mm-hmm. We don't watch a lot of movies. That's true. But we are very fascinated and captivated by the Oscars because it's such a thing. In a way that the Emmys doesn't feel like at this point in its life uh, is. And I wonder if it's because there is just not the same level of... I don't know. There's something missing, right? Right. And I don't know that it's... I think it's partially because... There is so much television on. Literally, you can live in a television bubble of your own making and never see one of the movies that was nominated and still be considered a regular, you know, like a voracious viewer of television. Right. Right. So that because is of all the streaming services, all yes. the cable premium channels, all of the networks on top of and added to all of the rest. Yeah. There is literally a glut mm-hmm. of television. Maybe there's not a glut of good television. Mm-hmm. So that's why there are these. Uh, awards, but I, there is something else. I think I'm not sure what it is. I can't quite put my finger on it, but it seems like it can't just be that there's a lot of television because again, there are a lot of movies that we don't watch and we still get really excited for the I Oscars. I know. I think you're right. Okay, fine. We'll be back tomorrow and we'll find something to be excited about. Fine. We'll Where? just watch the Emmys. We'll just fine, watch, Emmys. We'll watch. Just watch but I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, Bradley. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What? Asia Argento has gotten oh, your attention again. Here's something we can talk about, and we probably shouldn't have to, but we probably know more about that than what's going on in CFA. So she has threatened that Asia Argento... Uh, accused of sexual assault, also one of the Harvey Weinstein accusers. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting story. Mm-hmm. Well, that all blew up when uh, she was accused of sexual assault or misconduct herself. Assault, statutory rape. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the people that was involved in that was Rose McGowan via her life partner, mm-hmm. Rain Dove. And the person, the human she is dating. The human she is intermingling mm-hmm. with. And uh, they uh, have been going back and forth, long story short, Asia Argento, because of the things that Rose McGowan has said, insinuating that she is a sexual, that she did assault Jimmy Bennett Mm -hmm. sexually, Mm -hmm. um, has decided she's going to sue Rose McGowan and has told her as such. So like she served her with papers? On Twitter. So Asia Argento, the new development in this story, which we've been following because it's a fascinating story. One of the leaders of the Me Too movement accused herself of sexual misconduct. This uh, apparently is the way she thinks best to deal with what Rose McGowan has said about her publicly is to sue her publicly on Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah, that's where we're at right now. So we'll pay attention to the story and see if that actually amounts to an actual lawsuit or if it's just Twitter threats. All right. More on that to come. See, we're going to follow up on the Emmys on Asia Argento. Yeah, we got everything for you. A little bit of this, a little bit from column A. And we've got crazy stupid idiots next. I'm dumb people doing dumb things. We like to talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One Oh seven one streaming live at my talk. One Oh seven one.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And we call those individuals crazy, stupid idiots. Sure do. Well then I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present. CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Yeah. Hey, before we even start, can we give something away? I would love to. Oh, God. Somebody's about to get lucky. A pair of Justin Timberlake tickets for his Man of the Woods tour coming to XL mm. Saturday, September 29th. It's a 7.30 show. Colleen, caller number two. Caller number two gets that pair of tickets to JT, 651-641-1071. All right. All right, now, let's let's get to the story that I can't even. I just want you to know up front, I'm going to avoid some things. Okay. But I'm going to try to the best of my ability to take you on this journey. Okay. A journey of crazy stupidity of proportions. We okay. need to go to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Where uh, we need to talk about a guy who lied about some stuff. To get some stuff. Okay. That well, that's is pretty, pretty common, variety. commonplace, right? Mm-hmm. Well, here's what he did. He tricked a series of female caregivers mm-hmm. to do some things to him. Okay. So he's an adult. Okay. 
and he convinced some adult caretakers. Now, caretakers take care of all sorts of adults, right? Right. Like vulnerable adults, mm-hmm. etc. Oh, ill adults. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, he's not ill and okay. he's not a vulnerable adult, but he convinced them that, oh, perhaps he was a vulnerable adult. Uh, and he used a service mm-hmm. to find uh, a, a professional caregiver to treat him like an adult baby. Okay. When you say that, mm-hmm. there are some images that come to mind. Because yep. I was yep. a mother to actual infants. Yep. So, <laughs> among the things that I did. Yep. And just, you know, I don't know if you okay. wanted to give me a baby. yay or a nay, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I did this with my actual infant children. No breastfeeding. Um, no breastfeeding. Okay. So, that take that one off. Okay. Um, but I would bathe them. Yes, ding, ding. He wanted to be bathed. And can I tell you? So, first of all, he... I don't want to get into the details too much because it's just, it's really offensive. But he pretended to have a condition Mm -hmm. that um, some people might have, or a syndrome, if you will. Mm -hmm. And uh, he doesn't have that syndrome. Mm -hmm. He is a, um, he is an adult Mm -hmm. without that syndrome Mm -hmm. and pretended to have it. Mm -hmm. And he wore a diaper and he asked to be bathed. And during those bathing sessions, he would, um, I just, I can't, I can't. Well, now you have to. I have yeah. to. You have to. You're presenting the news. Are you going to say, like, maybe his enjoyment was evident? He he would oh. he would complain mm-hmm. aggressively that his gentles were not clean enough. Oh. And that she should wipe them more thoroughly. Oh, sure. But he had a happy place at the time. Mm-hmm. Now, um... He would get bathed and diapered, and he also, um, oh, also, the way that he did all of this was by communicating with the caregivers via a woman named Amy. Okay. There was no There was no Amy. No. He was also pretending he was Amy. email the caregivers and be like, you need, if he goes to the bathroom in his diaper, you got to change it. No. Yeah. No. He doesn't need to go to the bathroom in a diaper. He Mm-mm. just wanted to. Those are some fun. great lengths to go to. Can I just for say some attention that this person is giving adult babies everywhere a bad name? Yeah, because, I agree because there are real adult babies. Are. Yes. There are with their big adult cribs. Yeah. And they're a big adult playpen. And, and you don't got to lie. Now, I will say that at one point, a caregiver was like, yeah, this guy, I don't think he, I think something's wrong here. So she followed him home where uh, she encountered his parents and they were like, uh, excuse you? me? No, my son does not have that syndrome. Uh, and no, my no, son doesn't no, wear no, a diaper. No. And she's like, well, yes, he does. Talk about awkward holiday <sighs> conversations. When Thanksgiving rolls around and they're like, so, Tim, are you going to tell us about <laughs> yeah. the it, elaborate ruse you pulled They'll just on, put it on the family card right? for the year. Like, this oh, year yeah. we found out that Tim mm-hmm. likes to be uh, <laughs> diapered and bathed. Generally, things are great. I have a new job. I'm enjoying quite a bit. Uh, our son, Timothy, uh, got in some <laughs> serious trouble. You may have read about it on numerous websites. He wanted to be diapered. Mm, great. Yeah, yeah, they did arrest him, and they also uh, recovered some cell phones and diapers and other electronic devices in his home. Ooh, he's probably video Cell phones 
diapers, and electronic devices. Yeah. He's there are easier he's ways. He's been arrested, man. right? There like are, he's in trouble. Yeah. He's yeah. going to have the book thrown yeah, at him. Gonna, right? That's a four count felony uh, uh, thing that he's facing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you know. Um, I'm gonna. This just really isn't that big of a departure from the disgusting story you just told us. Hmm. When I tell you about uh, a man who was pulled over in the UK, in Yorkshire, for erratic driving. Oh, okay. Was he also wearing an adult diaper? No. Uh, in fact, he d- it doesn't appear as though he was wearing much was, was below like, the waist. Oh, I was going to oh. be like the astronaut in the diaper. Oh, I thought mm. maybe he soiled himself. He was busy um, doing... An activity that you should not do while driving. He's polishing his silverware. But that only really became evident to to the uh, cops who pulled him over when they realized that he also had his phone propped up on his (laughs) dashboard. Oh, okay. Okay, I was like, wow. (laughs) His phone was propped up on his dashboard and... What was on his phone um, was did, alarming. Hmm? It says his speedo. That's what they call, I think, the speedometer in the. Oh. <laughs> um, it says the phone was propped against the speedo. Yeah, the speedometer. Oh. And he was, I was watching. Like, how is he? Where's the speedo if he's not wearing any? Videos of Ethel Merman doing okay. disco. There's no, no business. That's like not what he was watching. Business. Uh, Bradley, Pern. any guesses? He was watching the Pern. The Pern. I mean, what else would you he be He was watching? watching the Pern, and he was polishing the silverware, and I just, and he was trying to drive it. And that is a level of multitasking that That's nobody should do. That yeah. is too much. That is a stick shift too far. Okay. Always Holly. Good. That was good, Holly. That was good. It was a stick shift too far. Um, I just think that's a lot of work. Like, he, oh, I just, that's a lot. No, um, no, no, no. No. Okay. No. Thank you for much. taking us on that mental journey. I was just trying to picture how that would work, and I just feel like there's too much going on. I'd have to pull over. I mean, you just can't. No. Again, as I like to say about driving, I'm of the opinion that when you're driving, your priority should be driving. So, like multitasking, just throw it out the window. Literally, you should only be driving. That is the one and only thing you should be focusing on is the driving piece. If you're feeling like you need to turn on the pern. <laughs> And have a moment with yourself. Just get home, man. Get home. I don't know. Find any number of safe places yeah. to have your experience. And then you can get back on the road and be happy and relaxed. Mm-hmm. That is fine with me. Yeah. But just don't do it behind the wheel. No. No diapers, no purn okay. in the vehicle while you're driving. Um, I hate to use this as a transition point, uh, but I do want to encourage people to go to mytalk1071.com. Keyword diaper because we're Stop I'm it. serious because I had to do it here. We have to tell people about the you diaper had drive. To do it here for we're, children. Where on our list of things <laughs> does it say we have to do that? When our boss tells us to do it a couple times an hour to make sure our yeah, listeners, you could have done it when we came back. Is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, but it still would have been an awkward transition. No adult diapers for children. Actually, I don't These know. are children's. No, we're doing diapers and wipes for children. They're going to the uh, the diaper bank. But maybe the diaper bank has adult diapers. Do you know? We're going to double check that. Question. But for now, just to remain safe, 
uh, baby diapers and wipes. Adult diapers need diapers too, but okay. And those are going to be donated. We can donate those at two locations on Wednesday and Thursday this week. On Wednesday, we'll be out at Rosedale all day long. And on Thursday, we will be at the general store of Minnetonka. We're going to take all of your donations. We're going to throw them. We're not, we're going to gently pack them into a truck that will then be driven down or driven to North Carolina and given to the North Carolina diaper bank. And this is our way of helping all of the victims of hurricane Florence. There are many different ways that you can help. Uh, you can also, you can donate of course, but you can also donate money online. Yeah. The How diaper. Oh, uh, I just wanted to sure. say, we got an update. The diaper bank especially needs size four and five diapers and wipes. This is good to know. Yeah. How about practical diapers, not kinky diapers? Okay, Thank you. Holly, thanks Holly. for pointing that out, but I Thank you. Where would I even go to get kinky diapers that I would mistake that? I don't know. Like at the Walmart, they got kinky diapers. Okay, I'm shutting you both down <laughs> oh, because we have a game me. to play. You started this. I didn't. I I wanted to tell people You're like awkward transition. Well, because it was, but I wanted to tell people yeah, about Well then the you gotta diaper. suffer the consequences of kinky diapers. When we come back, we My have to new play. musical hitting Broadway this spring. That sounds derivative, but that's okay. We'll talk about it. When we come back, it's time to play the throwback live. Stick with us. 245 on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer at 245 every day. We like to play a little game with each other. It's called the Throwback Live. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the Throwback Live at 2.45. Sweep the leg. I must break win just one for the Kimber. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, run this mother- Holly oh. Roberts. Friends, it's time for Monday's edition of the Throwback Live at 2.45. Here are the rules of the game. We're going to play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins a throwback live at 2.45. And Colleen and Bradley buzz in by yelling out their names. Colleen. Just like that. So. Oh, hello. Well. Change my time. Oh, my gosh. Ish. Yeah, don't creep people out, Bradley. Ah, it's too late. Yeah, that is true. All right. Now, we keep track of the total victories here at the throwback live at 245. Colleen? Yeah, you don't have a thousand. No, nobody has a thousand. Close. We've been playing this game for quite some time, but as it stands now... the biggest streak. That's true. 26. The 29. Nine. Mm -hmm. He doesn't even know the streak. So big. So big. The total victory tally as it stands right now. It's Colleen at 65 and yes. Bradley at 59. Close. It is very close. No, it's really not. Yeah, it is. No. Okay. no, it's super close. Well, let's see who wins today. Okay, let's do it. By playing the game. We'll play our first vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley listen carefully and identify this. My 
God, it's like my childhood. It's driving me crazy. I know. my ears. I'll give you a hint. It's a theme from a famous yeah, show right, the no, 1980s. We figured that much, I think. Both of us did. Mm. Oh, oh, Bradley. Oh. oh Bradley? Oh, oh, it's wrong. It's wrong. But I'm just going to go out there and say eight is enough. Uh, no. No, because but there was a little bit at the end that sounded a little eight is enough. No, right? let me give you a hint. No, you can't give me a hint because yeah, I already no, guessed. Yeah, she don't get a hint that I oh, get. We're going to play more. No, I can't do it. It's, she uh, doesn't know. Geez, I really don't. It's the Waltons. Wow, you both fail again. No, it's the theme from Lifestyles uh, and the Rich and Famous. Oh! Stop it. Play that again. Mm-hmm. Listen. Yeah, now you can see it. I'm Robin Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Champagne wishes and caviar dreams. Yeah. Oh, dang it. Man, that was a bummer. Oh, that lost. was a bummer because you both lost and nobody got a point. I thought it was something like at first I was like, is this, a, this feels like Fantasy Island happening? I know, right? Bit. Well, I felt a little love boat vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but you were both wrong. Not all disco sound, or sounds are made equal, you know? Okay. All right. right. Moving, Moving on, on to our, our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully to this vintage Audio clip. Get down on the ground. Face down. Come on. Oh, no. You don't understand. Colleen! That's clueless! That's clueless! Yes! Thank you. And a what It's like a totally important designer. I had no idea. Kudos. I love that movie. Yeah, that was a good one. All right, good job, Colleen. It's only one. You need three. Nice try. Let's move on. All right, we're going to move on. Chop, chop. chop. I got to win here, people. You sure do. Uh Now we're going to play our uh third vintage pop culture audio clip. Colleen and Bradley, listen carefully and identify this vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. (laughs) That is, um, 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 that, oh gosh, that is... Her name is. I need an answer in five. Okay, she is. Sorry, Bradley. Oh, uh, Why can't I think? I don't have the name of the song is Tom's Diner. I cannot remember the name of the artist. Suzanne Vega. Thank you. Tom's Tom's Diner. Diner. How did you pull that out of your rear Because this. Listen to the first words. But listen to the first words and you'll remember it. If she gets to him quickly. I'm not going to get to the words. It's I am sitting in something at the diner on the corner. Oh, okay. Oh, I forgot about that song. Oh, yes. Okay, you only got two. You need three. Come on, let's do this. I got to show her how it's done. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, show her how it's done when you correctly identify this vintage pop culture audio clip. Who sleeps all night in a cake made of strawberries? Barry Trainer. Bradley Trainer. Barry Trainer. Barry Trainer. That is strawberry shortcake. Barry Trainer. Barry Trainer. Right in a cake made of strawberries. Living right in a cake 
I used to huff my cousin's oh, strawberry didn't. shortcake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, that could have sounded a lot weirder if cousin's I wasn't gay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bradley's a point. <laughs> I'm halfway there. Colleen Not has really two points. Way. Now I need you to listen to <sighs> okay. this fifth vintage pop culture audio clip, Colleen and Bradley, okay. because Colleen, you may win the game. Bradley, you may stay in the game mm. if you guess this. <laughs> okay. You, you ready to move yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe. All right, here we go. Colleen. Bradley. Colleen. Shoot! Oh my God! Hold on. Hold, Hold on. on. Oh. Hold on. You, you get five seconds. Um, that is Growing Pains. No! Uh, play it. I know what it is, but I want you to play it anyway. Do you know what it is now? Mm-hmm. Happened to me. I, I can't, can't believe in myself. Suddenly I'm on top of the world. Should have been somebody Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. Flying away on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just me. Greatest American heroes. So dumb. I'm so mad at myself. Oh, the game the is tied oh, now. Man. That's, there's no artist. There, it's nice fine, Donnie. Yeah. Donnie, yeah. Artist. Donnie inserts on. himself on the throwback live. I have not introduced you yet, sir. We are not done with the game either because One more. it's tied. Come to on, my gosh. gosh. Okay. Helena Bradley, moving on to our oh. bonus bonus vintage pop culture audio clip. Listen carefully and identify this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Can I be more? I need you to be more specific. Mario Brothers. You mean I need, what is this? Oh, that's like the super. Oh, can't play it again and then tell him this. The super. It's the like where he gets the the um he grows. Super. It's where he gets big and gets all the stuff. Whatever he hits. Bye. <laughs> super Mario Brothers growth hormones. Steroids. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Warp speed. Oh. I'm done. I I <laughs> bye. I mean, you have to admit, I kind of knew what I was talking no, about. No, you did not. <laughs> Growth hormones? I am gonna argue this. Okay, take it to the Fine. tribunal. Lori and Julia are coming up next. We will duke this out oh. in a private location. Oh, okay. We'll let you know how it goes tomorrow on the Colleen and Bradley oh, show. You would have gotten greatest American here. I'm mad at myself already for that. You do not need to rub it.